to Into the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual believers and listeners, as you know, I've been talking about power, 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 power. But what I want to do now is, how is it that some people have the power of God in their life? They're both Christians, both are saved, both have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the whole, and both have the Holy Spirit. But why does one walk in power and authority more than the other? I've been talking to the Holy Spirit about this and the Father and Christ Jesus, and this is what I would like to share with you today. It is very critical that you develop a intimate relationship with with God the Father, Christ Jesus and Lord God Holy Spirit. That's number one. Intimacy, meaning you set aside personal time every day with the Lord. Read the word every day if you can. Okay, also. But let it be spirit led reading of the word of God. I know for over a decade, God kept me in Isaiah. And it was very, very high. Especially I start off with Isaiah 54. And so that's one of the keys to walking in power is intimacy. The more you are aware that you have Christ Jesus in you, and the Holy Spirit in you. When And if you got Jesus in the Spirit, you got the Father. Because Jesus and the Father is one. So you have a knowledge, a knowledge of the Lord, right? Of the Father, of the Lord God, Holy Spirit. The other thing that distinguishes someone walking in power and another not is truly understanding who Daddy God you a Vahe is who um, and also understanding who you are and also understanding that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, that you have a new nature, that the old nature, the old man is dead, has been crucified on the cross with Christ Jesus. So you do not have uh, a the old nature, the nature of sin, and your spiritual new birth nature together sealed by the Holy Spirit. That's not going to happen. The Holy Spirit, Father, Jesus, they can't be around what? Sin. Jesus took on sin when he was here on earth, but now he left all that in hell, right? And he sits now at the right hand of the Father. So this is something that we need to understand we need to understand the true dynamics of our our trinity, which is we're a body, we have a soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotion, and we have a spirit, right? And we have a new nature, a new nature, and we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus by faith, not by our actions, not by our deeds. And that's exactly how Abraham walked with God. He was not perfect. He lied not once but twice to save his own neck uh, on his putting his wife in jeopardy of being abused by Pharaoh and Machil. I'm uh, not Machil today, but um, um, the Philistine um, king. 
Okay. So Abimelech, I think it is. But anyway, so Abraham performance wise was not perfect. David performance wise was not perfect, but he was a man after God's own what? Heart. Right. So the other thing that's critical to walking in power is understanding the true nature of God. There's been a lot of deception. Um, there's been a lot of incorrect, erroneous doctrine taught in the body of Christ. And because of this erroneous doctrine, a lot of good Christians left planet Earth sooner than they should have. One of the, one in particular that I had kind of gotten, um, very curious about was the Borden heir. And he um, basically was totally a living sacrifice sold out to God. And he had, um, after he went on his um, trip around the world as a young youth for his graduation gift from the family, he decided he wanted to go back and be a missionary in China to a, a Muslim, a group of Muslims that lived in the heart of China. And so off to, I think it was, Princeton and then Yale. And then after he got his, um, he was, um, got his seminary credentials and everything, he went on to Egypt to learn the language and caught a fatal disease and died at 20 some years old. So I was really struck by that. And then I started thinking about William Tyndale, who was murdered eventually because he was trying to get the word of God to the common people and Wycliffe, the same thing. And all these um, men and women of God who did had gave the ultimate sacrifice of sacrificing their lives um, in order that the world would know Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And one of the interesting things that God was showing me is that some of them had erroneous doctrine in their lives. They believe, some have believed in the extreme sovereignty of God. Well, the extreme sovereignty of God has taken out a lot of Christians. Why? Because if you believe that God gave you cancer, how are you going to resist the cancer? How are you going to stop and say, this is, you have no right, no rule in my body cancer. I command you to bow your knee to King Jesus and leave my body now. How are you going to do that? Um, if you believe that, um, that a woman, basically a man, um, basically abducted her and her daughter, raped them both, told them to lay on the head. He shot them both in the head. The daughter died. She lived and she said that was from God. That's not from God. That's from Satan. That's from the pit of hell. So how are you going to resist this? Um, one of the famous Christians, she dived, um, dived into the water and broke her neck. And she's doing great exploit for the kingdom of God. But she thinks that that's from God. That's not from God. It had a sign that said, do not dive in these shallow waters. But she did it. But anyway, but God can take what the enemy meant for evil. And turn it for your good. Even in the case of Joseph, when the, his brothers um, sold him, tried to kill him, and then decided to sell him to the Ishmaelites, and he ended up in Potiphar's house in Egypt. 
Why? And then ended up being number two of all of Egypt and ended up saving their lives and saving the, the, the tribe of Israel because he was number two. He was able to feed and take care of his brothers, the brothers that were wretched to him. Well, that wasn't God that did that. That was Satan that did that through. He worked through their brothers. Right. And but God took it. <laughs> I'm telling you. God will take whatever you Satan does and make it for our good. But we don't want to open ourselves up to be prey for Satan, right? We don't want to do that. We want to we want to walk in the abundant life. We want to have the blessed life, right? And that's through being obedient and lining our lives up with God. But you got to understand and understand who the real God is. Who is the real Jesus? Who is the real Holy Spirit? Who's the real Daddy God, UA Vahe? Right? You got to understand God's character and recognize when Satan tries to deceive you, which is a lot of deception. A lot of people are in deception about the Father. God is good. He is a loving God. And there no he, he doesn't wish evil for any of his creations, right? But it is Satan who hates mankind so much because God used us to replace him as worshipers, right? So he really doesn't like us. And the way he treated Jesus at the cross, you know Satan hates humankind, right? So so what he does is he tries to do everything in his power to tell us lies about the father. And then some of us actually buy some of these lies. Right. So the power is is basically in alignment by how well do you know the father? Can you be deceived about the father? Do you understand that God is a good God? Right. Well, then you say, well, Edith, in the word, it clearly shows that in the Old Testament that God, you know, God didn't tolerate um, sin and things like that. And that's right. He didn't. But guess what? This, he didn't actually start punishing sin the way it should have been punished until after the law came. After he gave the law to Moses, when Cain killed Abel, which was the first murder. Right. First murder, he didn't execute Cain. He put a symbol on him and told anybody that if you touch him, you're going to have to deal with me sevenfold, right? So God had a, he'd rather work in mercy and grace with us than um, deal with um, basically trying to destroy us. He wants to save us, not destroy us. Right. And so there's a lot of stories in the Old Testament where there was severe judgment because of the law. Right. Because once the law came, God had to deal with sin. And the reason why he brought the law up was because if God had not given Moses the law, there would have been not one version, not one version left on planet Earth for the Messiah to come through. That's how bad Satan was. He was he was trying to um, violate and um, infiltrate and basically destroy the bloodline of humankind so that Jesus 
could not come through. And so God had to slow down the sin with the law because the law actually exacerbates and makes makes you when you tell somebody don't do this, don't commit adultery, don't lie, don't cheat. The minute you tell somebody don't, that excites the sin in them and makes them want to do it more. That's why you have to be careful about telling your kids don't do this and don't do that, right? Because you will excite the their nature, right? The other the other thing that. Uh, that stops us from walking in power is understanding ourselves as human beings. You know, understanding that we are not good. There's a misconception out there that we're born good and we, we have a good nature. No, we're born with an evil heart. We are not born good. And you could tell that from the little, little babies, the little, little toddlers, and how they behave. You got to be trained. Right to walk in goodness as a child. So there's a lot of lies. There's a lot of deception out of there, and this hinders people from walking in power and authority. You got to truly know who you are in Christ Jesus. You got to know that you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You got to understand the true nature of God that He's a good God, and that He doesn't want he he wants only the good things for us. That's why he did not want the Adams to eat from the tree of good and evil. He didn't want them to know anything about evil. Because once you know it, hey, you got it in your spirit. You got to be careful about what you watch on TV. You got to be careful about who is around you. You got to be careful Who's, who takes care of you, right? You got to be careful. So I really was thinking and pondering about people that walk in power. And the people that walk in power have a true understanding of who God is, have an intimate life with God, um, understand who they are, understand that they're a new creation in Christ Jesus, and they walk in obedience out of love for the Father because they recognize what an awesome thing God did by giving up His only begotten Son to die for us and get putting all the sins of the entire world on his son so that everybody in the world has the option of being saved. You notice how I put that? Having the option of being saved. Yes, everybody, every sin, every sin on planet Earth, every sin in the past, present, and future had was put on Christ Jesus. But in order for you to be forgiven and to go to heaven, once again, only the, it's not about evil and good people. It's about forgiven and unforgiven, right? Forgiven people go to heaven. Unforgiven people go to hell. So the thing about it is, is that if once we accept the gift of his blood, the gift of Christ Jesus' blood for the forgiveness of our sins, then we're set as far as God is concerned, as far as going to heaven, right? And we need to understand that sin 
is still bad, but it will not stop us from going to heaven because Jesus died for every sin on planet Earth. But you have to believe you have to receive it, right? It's just like you got a million dollars in your bank account. But if you don't know you got a million dollars in your bank account, then how are you going to spend it? It's just going to sit there and collect interest. And somebody who does find out eventually about it, they'll be able to spend the million dollars, right? So those individuals are the ones that can walk in what? Power, right? Those are the ones that that can speak and the word goes out and manifests itself in people's lives. But if you are full of deception, if you have don't have an intimate relationship with God, if you're not seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness so that all other things will be added unto you, if you don't recognize that God only wants the best for you, he has a plan for you, he has a good plan for you, then you are not going to, how can I put it, um, walk in power. So that's why you have some people that walk in power and other people that do not. It's all about do you believe. I remember when I was first started meditating on Jesus speaking to the wind and speaking to the storm and commanding it to peace be still and I would do the same thing and the rain would stop. We've done um, the prayer walk at the Capitol now um, going on over three years now at 3.30 the first Sunday of every month we do the prayer walk and we pray for the church, the body of Christ, we pray for our city, Tallahassee, Florida. We pray for our state, the state of Florida. We pray for our nation, United States of America. We pray for the world. And we do this the first Sunday of every month for over three years now, right? And what is powerful about this is that God, there will be storms, Sometimes it will be pouring down raining and everybody will be, well, I guess we're going to cancel. I said, no. And I would take my hands out and I, the pastor would be there, Pastor Yvonne and Pastor Steve Dow and others. I raised my hand. I said, in the name of Jesus, I said, rain stop now. And the, and the rain would stop. There have been times when it was raining, it stopped raining. We walked. Then we got in our car, it started raining again. And this is God. This is Christ Jesus in me. Right? I'm walking in authority and in power. Right? So, how does this happen? Because this, I have a better understanding of Abba Father Ue Vahe. I seek an intimate relationship with God. I, I um, am a worshiper and I worship God in spirit and in truth. I, I do not forsake the assembling, even when I don't want to go to church. Guess what? Sometimes I don't want to go to church. Sometimes I want to stay and sleep, right? In bed and rest, right? But I, I push myself when it comes to going to what? Church, even when I'm tired. Why? Because I don't want to forsake the assemblings of us as a corporate church. There's something different about the corporate anointing.
this particular Sunday, I have been doing some traveling. I had gone to Washington, D.C. I had gone to San Francisco. It had made a major impact on me because, I, you know, I was talking to God about me and how I wanted to radiate the Shekinah glory of God. And if I'm around people that don't know God and they're living a better life than me, what kind of witness is that? Right. So I was really talking to God about this and that I said, the next time I go there, I want people to want what I have to want Christ Jesus. Right. And so I, I it was profoundly um um, disturbing in some ways because I was really digging deep into my spirit and into my soul and, and trying to get myself in alignment to be a better steward of my body, of my mind, my will and my emotions, my soul and a better steward of my spirit. And I want to be a living sacrifice for the Christ Jesus. I want to be a living sacrifice for the Father. And I want to be a living sacrifice for the Lord God, Holy Spirit. But I don't want to be roadkill for Satan, which a lot of Christians, they they are trying to be living sacrifices. And the wrong individuals get in their lives. Satan uses them and gets them in, al- in alignment, unfortunately, with him. Because Satan will sometimes disguise himself as an angel of light, right? And next thing you know, you're out there and you're roadkill for Satan, and you're trying to get closer to God. So you got to be really careful. You got to walk closely with the Holy Spirit because Satan doesn't play fair, never will. Right. So I was like, OK, God, I I want to do more for the kingdom. And so I had that kind of weight on me. And I'm, I'm looking at the microspiral methodology and God had downloaded that, I, that whole idea and I wanted that to be, um, all over the world helping, um, young people to better comprehend the knowledge, um, insight and understanding the knowledge and skills, the concept, knowledge and skills in particular in science, right? So I'm really, um, thinking about this and thinking about this and then I get they change my medication when I go traveling my I have I take some blood pressure medication and because I had changed my medication it was not enough and I believe it or not I had high blood pressure which is a very rare thing for me and so I didn't realize it I was becoming extremely tired and one day I was teaching in class and my eyes became blur blurry and I said what is this something's not right so come to find out that my medication that I was on was not adequate enough for um, what was going on we got that resolved thank you Lord thank you Jesus but I did not want to go to church I was tired and I knew that it was important not for, for me not to forsake the assembly so I pushed and I said, I'm going. I don't care how I feel. I'm not going to forsake the assembling of one another. Get to church this past Sunday. And it was the most powerful service we've had at that church, All Nations Church, since I've been there since 2009. The Holy Spirit was all over us. It, we tarried for another hour, which is highly unusual for our church. We start about 10.30 and we're done about noon. 
We're already in the restaurants eating, right? So I was like, okay, God, we are, you know, tearing with um, the Lord and God spoke to me. You know, I get excited because, you know, it, I God speaks to me, but it's, it's not like, I mean, he speaks to me through his word. He gives me impression, but there are some words that are just, just profound. I never forget one night he woke me up at three o'clock in the morning. And um, when I was living in um, Waco, Texas, I was in, I had a house in China Spring, Texas. At 3 a.m., he woke me up and said, Edith, my right hand is your shield. And then one time I was going through a very dark time. I was, um, my, my former husband was divorcing me. And um, I was just trying to fight for the, first I was fighting for the marriage. Then I ended up fighting for the kids. And it was not working out well for me. And Jesus himself came into my bedroom. He said, Edith, be not afraid. I am not mocked. And I saw miracles after that with God. So God spoke to me about my diet a long time and stopped eating sweets. And, you know, just a lot of, you know, very powerful words. He taught. He on the Holy Spirit dealt with me about tithing. He says, if it's not, hasn't left your hands, if you haven't put it in the mailbox or given it to the church, it's not tithing. Because I would have like a whole bunch of money orders a long time ago, about $500 worth of money orders sitting up thinking I'm tithing and had mailed out a single one. And when the Holy Spirit got me, I sat down. It took me hours to fill them all out and mail them out, but I got it done. So God, when he speaks to me, it's a huge deal for me. And so God had just spoken to me. And he said, Edith, he said, from this day forward, you will be blessed beyond measure. And I typed that in my phone and, you know, recorded it. And shortly after that, Pastor Steve Dow stood up in the, on the uh, platform at our church, All Nations Church, like this past Sunday. And he said he saw a dam and he said he saw it break open and the waters, the living water just, just poured out of it. That was a confirmation for me. This is why this was, I wouldn't have gotten this if I had not gone to church. If I I needed not to forsake the assembling of one another, right? So God is just awesome, and I just want to once again um, let you understand that if you want to walk in authority and power. Then you need to understand who Daddy God Uavahe is for real. Do not be deceived by the deception of the enemy trying to paint the incorrect picture of the Father. He's a good God, and all He wants is good for everyone. But He can take the worst thing Satan does and turn it for your good. But that doesn't mean He authorized that, right? You got to understand who you are in Christ Jesus, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You got to start developing an intimate relationship yourself with God, making sure that you have special time with the Father, special time with the Son, special time with the Lord God, Holy Spirit. And you have a deeper understanding of yourself, right? And walk with a repentant heart, right? You know, keep 
keep the tabs clean with God. Why? God, of course, God knows what you've done, but He wants you to recognize what you've done. And so that He can keep you cleansed with the Word, right? And purged with the Word so you can walk in obedience and therefore walk in power with God, right? Doing the things of God for the kingdom of God. Well, I just want to close this broadcast with Romans 10, 9. Um, That is, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Oh